Hi there, welcome to Blessed for the Smess. Are you ready for a year full of chain breaking, thriving, blessed for your mess life? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. My name is Annie Morgan, the host of this podcast, where we find the blessings in the middle of our mess. I am a special needs mama sharing all of life's mess of this unexpected journey with you. But importantly, how we found the blessings in them, and also how we've chosen to live a life that is not defined by those circumstances. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. I am so glad you are here. And if this is your first time, welcome. Oh my gosh, so glad that you have found this podcast. If either of you returning or first time listener haven't connected with me yet on a personal basis, be sure to follow me and message me over on Instagram at blessed for this mess. I would love to get to know you. If you are enjoying this podcast and haven't yet left a rating or review, be sure to do that at the end of this. With all of that said, let's get right into it. Here we go. Well, hey there, episode 27. Wow. How are you guys feeling after episode 26? You guys, this is where thriving really starts. And it probably won't feel like it in this very moment. But I remember the moment that I got aware. Like the moment I started to get to the root of how I reacted to certain triggers, I really started to understand not only why I was reacting a certain way, but also how. Like how I could actually make some necessary shifts to create a life that didn't rest on the excuses of my past. But it was actually built on the conscious decisions that aligned the most with who I wanted to be and the person that I was called to be. So I don't know about you, but I'm pumped as hell. Being able to like no longer live in a place that is confined to the circumstances in my life in a way that speaks victim, stamped in big, bold letters across my forehead. Are you excited for that? I know for some of us, it can be a little daunting to take that ownership over our lives because honestly, the truth of it is, is it actually removes us from being able to lean on those circumstances as a reason for X, Y, and Z whatever that may be in your life. For me to give you an example of what I mean by this, I had to actually remove the disownership of Ava not walking, like back in the day, taking you way back. So if I had just said, okay, Angelman syndrome, apparently walking isn't in your agenda. So I guess we're just not going to budge from this place. I'm defeated. And she's just never going to walk. Do you see how that positions not only me, but Ava? Do you see that even between the words that there's this level of disownership? That it was almost like this sense of, oh, this is what they say, so why even try? And whether we say this out loud verbally, subconsciously, we actually start walking out with this mindset. So I know that syndromes and circumstances and really just life for that matter are complex and there's certain things outside of our control. So please hear me when I'm saying this. 
I am not saying to own things you can't control. I am, however, saying take ownership of what you can control and operate from that mindset. This is taking ownership of your roots, your life, even if you may not have the control over what was placed on in or between your life journey. This isn't trying to change circumstances that are outside of your ability. I cannot physically take control or take away Ava's syndrome. It is not in my ability medically or physically. But I can control what life I choose to give it in ours. So how overwhelmed do you feel by the circumstances in your life? Have you realized where those feelings come from? Is it really because of the circumstances themselves? Or is it quite possibly because where your focus is, is in an area that already knows it can't be resolved or overcome? So mentally, you've wiped yourself out without really knowing it. It just takes a few little shifts, intentionality, and knowing you can absolutely do this. And to answer my questions that I just asked not only you, but let's face it, I'm asking myself these questions. Here's what I've learned. Yes, my circumstances in my life may be way over my head. My focus would be in trying to change the outcome of what I believed was going to happen, to fix it in this very moment. But not even knowing how to fix it, I just knew it needed to be fixed with something. So because my immediate focus was on trying to change them, I completely was overwhelmed. It made me feel out of control, something that I'm going to talk to you about in a little bit more. And because of how I positioned myself, it made me already feel defeated. Hence, the feeling of being overwhelmed creeped up in my life. And when I say creeped up, let's be honest, it was more like it dumps itself right smack dab in the middle of my life. And without warning. It was a loud, obnoxious object that took up the room in attention of everything. So our focus... And how we position ourselves is everything. And most of you already know this already. But most of us also need a reminder of this. So hopefully now you've done some root work. And shout out to those of you who have said this is the time and you're starting to do something about it. I'm really proud of you. So if you've done some root work, shout root work. I hope you shouted root work with me. (laughs) So we now probably have some gaps within our root system. If you, like myself, have said there are roots in my life that I do not want to carry over to the next generation, but also within my life. So it's going to stop here. So if any of you have spent time in a sandbox back in the day, you know sand will fill in the spaces of whatever items are in the sandbox. So I know, bear with me, stay with me for a moment. We're going to stick with the sandbox metaphor just to help you understand why just pulling roots isn't also like the best thing. We actually need a plan and intention, like intentionality with this. So if we were in a sandbox, let's say a pole placed 
in the sandbox at this very moment represents our root. So I said that a little confusing. We're going to place a pole in the sandbox. Ready? Stick a pole in the sandbox. At this moment, the pole is going to represent our root. Now pull the pole out of the sandbox and then say that three times fast. Now pull the pole out of the sandbox. (laughs) What did you notice? Aside from the obvious that you pulled the pole, aka the root out, if you didn't notice when you pulled from that spot, the sand around you has now taken away from other areas to actually fill in the gap that is now there from the root extraction. So where you just pulled the pole out of, the surrounding areas that had sand now have like filled into that area. It actually depletes in other areas to make up the area that now has nothing filled in that spot. So I think you get it. So with that metaphor, that's why simply just extracting crap out of our lives isn't also the one and done solution. We now actually have to intentionally create a plan to back this up. For example, if divorce runs in your family and you are now currently or planning to be married, how do you prevent that from happening? You extract the root from your new foundation within your marriage But while it may be gone, you have habits and examples that only taught you the end result of divorce. So the extraction can't be the only solution. You now need a conscious plan to walk out within your marriage new habits that actually implement a different direction away from divorce. For Daniel and I, we had to get to the root of what we saw to be our examples of eventual divorce in our own families and actually come together and say, if this isn't what we want continued, then we have to work together to create new habits that go in place with that area. So the new root we plant here is a thriving marriage. Now what? Well, now we start implementing growth from resources, mentors, and practice that starts developing growth of the root of a thriving marriage. And you guys, this literally goes for anything, like anything that you are trying not to repeat generationally debt? What habits are you going to create that work against this? Are you going to stick to a budget? Are you going to learn how to be responsible with unnecessary spending? Maybe it's anger. What's your trigger to the eruptions of anger? Know them and then maybe it's developing a breathing technique before you erupt. Maybe it's writing out those feelings and waiting to share them. Laziness? Maybe it's that you start sticking to a routine. So there's all of these things that you can really start looking at areas in your life and say, okay, I don't want that part of my life. So I'm going to extract it. But, but before I do, I'm aware, obviously, I don't want these. So that's the first thing, which is great. And celebrate these moments. So don't get so caught up in the fact that you haven't completed the end result, right? Let's keep our focus where we can control right? We can't control that the end hasn't come yet, that end result. That takes time. It takes consistency. It takes growth. These are really big decisions to make. Let's just face it. There are so many people that also are aware of their roots and still choose to kind of rely on X, Y, and Z for their circumstances. 
And the fact that you're here today tuning in and saying, I want to do something. I want to have ownership of my life. And I want to live a life that's abundant regardless of what my circumstances may be. So I'm going to do whatever I can with the control that I have. That's huge. So I really hope that you take a moment and really celebrate and honor yourself. I think that we can get caught up in celebrating other people and their achievements and accomplishments. But how often are you actually stopping to say, wow, like I'm really proud of myself for even having the desire in the heart to want to grow. I'm having the desire to elevate myself and hold myself accountable. I'm really proud of myself for saying that I am worth living a life that's abundant no matter what has happened or is going to happen to me or that comes in my life. So those things I really hope that you start to honor yourself with because it's so important. I know it's easy for us to be like, well, we're not where we need to be and I need to be farther. And I am one of the worst people that does that. So I, I get it. I totally get it. There's this level of excellence that you want in your life. There is a standard. There is this vision you have and probably comes from a root, which I know mine does. So all of that to say, it does take time. But if we can start just celebrating even just where we currently are and saying, you know what? I really gave it my all in that moment, even though it didn't turn out the way I expected. I really leaned into that even though it was uncomfortable. I said yes when nobody else was looking, when nobody else said yes. Those things, honor yourself and celebrate them. So with that also, I know that there's so many of us that feel like freedom is living life spontaneously. I'm someone that loves to do things super on the fly and I'll catch a vision or catch something and I'm like, yes, I'm going for it. And then sometimes I feel very overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my gosh, what, how am I going to do this? How am I going to fit this in my life? All this stuff. I believe from operating from a place where I had to control everything to trying not to control as much and then now trying to elevate myself as a person, as a wife, as a mom, as a friend, is I've, I've started to really realize that freedom actually comes from having structure. And if we are going to get into a place where we really want to elevate ourselves and the roots that we have in our lives and really get ownership over them, it is going to require us to have that intentionality but a plan that backs it up, like I said. So I don't know if any of you have found yourself in a moment where you're like, yes, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm feeling great. And you're kind of like, you know, doing your thing almost starts to be on autopilot because it just feels supernatural. And out of nowhere, this wave of doubt comes in. This wave of negativity comes in. And it can just even just be like this little ounce that just kind of creeps itself in. And next thing you know, you're still doing everything that you were doing, but now you're doing it with less of confidence and less, you know, ownership and less joy and less peace. And next thing you know, you're completely miserable. You're depressed. You're upset. You're 
confused. You're not feeling like there's clarity in what you're doing. And I was just talking to one of my best friends about this. When we're on a path to do something, and if we're not structuring ourselves to say, okay, like how's my heart and head today? How am I doing today? What are my thoughts? How am I speaking? Okay, I I know in the past that I used to talk negative to myself, so I need to write some things down and start teaching myself how to talk better. So we might even do that, which is great. And we start implementing that. And then we kind of fall off, right? We have to be intentional with our plan. Even if that means that we have to do this long enough until it becomes the new normal for us. And I think so often our intention is super great at, yes, I don't want to repeat this. So I'm going to go do my new thing. So I'm pulling that root out. But then our intentionality doesn't understand that we actually have to back that up with a plan. And because we didn't back it up with a plan, now there's other areas like the sandbox that are having to compromise for this huge gap that we've left because we didn't have a plan. So I encourage you this week, really think about what is the plan that you are after this year? What is the vision that you see? Is it that you see yourself in a thriving marriage without having a tongue that's like swings like a sword against your husband? Is it you living debt-free, not having credit cards be your first go-to? Is it you, you know, choosing to get up and drink water as your first source of liquid rather than coffee? Shout out to the people that do that. I've got to work on that. You know, is it that you say, okay, I'm going to start walking and I'm going to get off the couch and I'm going to start doing some exercises in the house. Even if I can't get out of the house, I'm going to do something with what I have. So yes, like do that. Think about the person you want to become. So look down the road. I'm not saying don't look down the road. I'm saying look at the results you want. Look down there. What is it that you want? Now start with where you are. What are some things that you can start implementing? So we'll take the root out of divorce. We'll take the root out of laziness and out of debt and anger, all of these areas. Now, what are you going to start filling them with? You have to replace it with something. So that's my encouragement. I really hope that you're catching this and... I really hope that if this is something that's connecting with you, let me know. I'd love to hear what was the shift for you where you're like, okay, that was the light bulb moment for me. I realized that the reason why I haven't continued in the purpose that I have is because I didn't back it up with a plan. Because I was too hard on myself. I wasn't giving myself time and grace to say, okay, This was an area that I thought was going to be the best direction. Turns out it wasn't really the best direction for long term. Maybe it's short term. So I had to make a U-turn or I had to make, you know, a hard left, whatever it is. So I hope that you're finding the grace for yourself to allow yourself to figure this out because this isn't cookie cutter. Again, thriving is not cookie cutter. (laughs) So um, as much as some of us type A's would love that, right? It's not. And so you've really got to find what works for you. But you also have to be super intentional and have that plan, like I said. How are you speaking to yourself? How are you showing up for yourself? How are you showing up for the gap that you just took out? What are you doing with it? What are you choosing to fill it with? 
How are you going to fill it? What will that look like? Is that something you need to look at daily because your accountability level isn't the greatest yet? Is it something that because your accountability level isn't the greatest that you now have to invite someone in who is a safe friend, but is a friend that will help you elevate, right? And so maybe it's that you get an accountability partner. If you need me as an accountability partner, I'm here. I'm here for it. Meet me in the DMs and we'll talk. You know, maybe it's that you visit this once a week because you've got a little bit more self-control. Whatever it is, like figure out what's going to work for you. And then my encouragement for you is that you give yourself grace no matter what and realize that the end result will come when it's ready and when the time is. And I know that all of us want to be there now, but there's so many blessings that we miss if we speed the process. So I hope that this Root series really helped you and really understanding that, yes, you can have these New Year's resolutions, which I know is crazy. It sounds crazy to talk about this right now, right? Because nobody's talking about their New Year's resolutions anymore. Have you noticed that? I mean, can we take a moment for that? Nobody's talking about their New Year's resolutions and we're almost in February and we're still in the very, very beginning of 2020. Do you see why it's so important not to just start new habits? How many people do you actually see still following through on them? Did they do the root work? I know you did. I know you're showing up, so I'm really proud of you. So just something to think on. Simmer on that one for a little bit. I'd be curious to see if any of you notice any of that on social media, how it's already shifted. It's like that gym membership, you know, January 1st, 2020. Everyone's flooded in the gym. And we're almost to February. And it's trickled out. The ones who were consistent and had a plan and showed up every day, even when they didn't feel like it, even when motivation left, they're still there. Are you? So I love you guys with all of my heart. I'm excited to bring some more journey stories your way in this this podcast. And again, if there are certain topics that you want to hear about, please let me know. Um... You know, this is definitely an ever-evolving podcast and just a resource for all of us. And so I'm just so grateful for every single one of you that have really chosen to lean in and say, you know what, there are tools in this podcast that I'm getting for myself, the heart that she has, you know, just the vulnerability, whatever it is for you, I'm thankful that you tune in. I'm thankful that you find this as a place of, you know, refuge to be able to come and say, okay, man, this was really tough. Let me hear like what she walked through and, you know, whatever it is. And just to know you're not alone. I really hope that you know you're not alone in whatever circumstance you might be in, even if it's stretching you, I'm proud of you for continuing to move forward. And even if you have to take a moment and say, you know what, I'm going to move forward, but at this moment, I just need to rest, rest. I'm really proud of you either way. So again, we're going to kick 2020 in its butt. It's going to be a year of thriving. So I hope that you choose to unleash the thriver inside of you. I'll see you in our next episode.
If you are enjoying this podcast, please be sure to leave a rating or review or both. And if you have not yet, be sure to follow me on Instagram at blessed for this mess. I also have a new addition to this podcast for you guys. If you have not heard, there is more exclusive content that you can get from specific episodes. If you go to my Instagram and you join blessed for this mess podcast family, the link will be there provided for you. If you have any questions, be sure to message me. And if you haven't connected with me there, but you have been tuning in, be sure to stop by and say hello. I would love to connect with you over there. Again, I can't wait to hear the blessings you're finding in the middle of your mess. This is Blessed for this Mess, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.